guys, start the intro. Welcome back to Coey's Questions, where we explore life and current events in a real person kind of way. The headlines with a little what the mixed in. So glad y'all tuned in to hang out with us again this week. Hey, Jay, how have things been since our last episode? Well, I got a great sunburn. I've been peeling because apparently I have been Casper White for the last nine months and uh, finally starting to turn a color other than lobster red. So, Did you use sunscreen? Uh, about 30 minutes in, which apparently was already too late for my, uh, very pale self. But, uh, yeah. Did you use it 30 minutes in? Cause when I asked you before you said no. No, it was about 30 minutes in. Maybe mm-hmm. 40. I mean, I lost track of time. I was playing with the kids, but yeah, no, I had a good time. I also, oh, another fun fact. I got to chase a, uh, inflatable unicorn raft. Almost Those in the middle so of the lake. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I crossed the little swimming area rope and got yelled at, and then the the boat safety guy and the little Zodiac had to, like, grab it and bring it back. It was pretty it was pretty great. I was in timeout. I alone. have one of those big floaty things, but it's not a unicorn. It's a, like, balloon animal, and I named him Bert. <laughs> I want to meet Bert. Bert sounds hilarious. He's a, he's a balloon dog. He's a red balloon dog floaty. His name is Bert. Oh, yeah, I, I got to see this. This sounds great. He's pretty cool. I got to find a little blower upper thing to blow it up, though, because it's deflated from last year still, and there's no way you can blow it up without a little blower upper. Well, I'll help you find a blower upper, as we call them in the normal world, an air pump. But yeah, I'll get you. I'll find you a blower upper. Does it blow? Does it blow things up? It inflates them, yes. Which is what blowing them up, correct? Uh, colloquial terms, yes. So it's a blower upper. <laughs> if you say so. I do say so. This episode's extra special today. We have our very first guest, and we get to learn from your life advice. Are you excited? I'm super excited to hear all the ways you're going to shoot holes in it and shoot me down, but it's okay. Oh my goodness. (laughs) We will get to that soon, but first, we have some news to go over. Have you been paying attention to the news lately? I've kind of stopped watching it because it seems like everything's kind of very politically charged and very sensitive. And it's just like there's nothing, nothing, uh, how would I say, nothing happy going on in the world. It seems like so I'm kind of just feel like I'm watching the same thing over and over again. That's how I've felt, too. But I tried to find some slightly more upbeat news for our podcast today. Okay. Apparently, Nike is now acknowledging Juneteenth as a paid holiday. Have you ever even heard of Juneteenth before? I've heard the term, but I didn't quite know how it fit into like businesses. So I don't think it's a national holiday, is it? I don't think so. It's not, but apparently it's a holiday that's celebrated on June 19th to recognize the day that the Emancipation Proclamation was read in Texas because they were the last state to have the proclamation announced two months after the civil war ended. So it's kind of a cool holiday, I guess. I just never heard of it before. I've seen it on my calendar, but I didn't know what it meant. I'm just thinking, of course, another holiday that has to do something with Texas. And why did it take two months to get there? I, I know, it's a big I, state. I don't know. <laughs> Was Texas its own country still at that time? Oh, no. Oh, no. I think they'd, <laughs> they'd already been angst for years. Sorry, all the Texans out there. You're not a country. You're a state, just like everyone else. Anyways. Are you sure? 
I wouldn't tell them that. That is not my opinion. That's Jay's <laughs> opinion for official advice. Okay. Do not come at me. That is Jay. Yeah. However, Texas is not the biggest state in the country. Just fun fact. I know. It's Alaska. Mm-hmm. And then for our other fun news, I just saw this while we were getting ready to record today, actually. The Bachelor just announced their new Bachelor. And I guess that's a big deal in Bachelor world. I don't really pay that much attention to it or watch it. I haven't never in a few watched seasons. it. I, I've watched it a few times. It's kind of weird, though. Like, there's. 30-something girls that are totally cool with dating the same dude. And after dating 30 chicks, you have to propose to one of them. I'm not sure how well this works, but apparently it's a pretty big, like, fandom or whatever. And so the new Bachelor is going to be Matt James. And he apparently did in his Good Morning America interview in the salmon jacket. I don't know what that means, why it's special, but I will let you know by next week for sure. And he is the first black leading man in the Bachelor franchise. So that's kind of cool. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. I, I guess they've had they've had black people on before, but they've never been the Bachelor. Hmm. I didn't know that. I figured that was something we'd had for a while. Yeah, I didn't know that either. But I will have more information on that for you next week because I seriously just found that out while we were getting our sound check set up. Yeah, that took a minute. And now to Coey for the WTF News of the Week. 22-year-old Daniel Allen climbed through the bedroom window of his grandma's house in the middle of the night, removed his shoes before entering the kitchen, and removing food from her cupboards. After her cats woke her up to let her know he was in the house, they had an unpleasant confrontation and the police were called. He pled guilty to burglary and dwelling theft where he stole a hot dog with a value of one euro. He will be sentenced later this year. Okay. First question. What grandma is mad that she's feeding your grandkids? Secondly, how many cats that she woke up? (laughs) Why do you have to break in your grandma's bedroom window? Why can't you just walk in your grandma's house and get food? That's what I want to know. I mean, that's another good point, but this was not like you, you have to mess up for your grandma to call the cops on you. True story. Over a but I'm still surprised dog. that even after she realized it was him, she wasn't like, you got to pay for that window and not, I'm calling the cops. I don't think he, like, broke it. I think he just slid it open. and kept, I mean, he took his shoes off so he didn't walk on the floor. Yeah, at least he's house trained, right? I don't, guess. I don't know why I didn't go in the front door, but maybe it was apparently he's going to be sentenced for his stolen hot dog breaking into his granny's house. I should sentence him to cleaning his grandma's house, like, baseboards and everything. Right, but how many other things have you done to mess up to make your grandma call the cops on you? I don't know. I cannot imagine a time where I cannot be like, hey, I'm hungry. Can I have food? <laughs> Here, here's enough food to last you the next right. like seven years. Like, I just wanted to eat right now. Apparently, it was like 4.30 in the morning, and I'm assuming he was drunk or something. That's but, like a bar close, yeah. Hmm. But why don't you just knock on the door or go in your grandma's why i have the code to my grandma's garage you know what i mean like why did you have to break in her window Does she keep hot dogs for you in the garage 
know, but I'm pretty sure if I went inside, there would be food in my grandma's refrigerator and she wouldn't call the cops on me for eating it. Only one way to find out. <laughs> I'm just breaking into my grandma's house. <laughs> we'll see you. Heck no. Co-host of Coey's Questions being sentenced after breaking into her grandma's house to steal three hot dogs and a hammer with an average, with an average value of $5. Sentencing later this year. Oh <laughs> my goodness. And for our other piece of news, an attorney and district court judge candidate outside of Houston was charged with throwing an egg at the current judge's car back in March. He admitted to throwing the egg and made a statement on Facebook about how about how it was a lighthearted protest between friends. He will be going to court in October for a Class C misdemeanor and a max penalty of $500. It seems like only one of the friends thought it was friendly. There should be like unwritten rules someplace. Don't throw anything at a sitting judge or a sitting prosecutor. Like an attorney. Well, he thought he was like gonna these go guys are friends. He has to argue cases in front of this judge, and he egged his car. No one said he was smart. Or educated, not always common sense smart. There, but yeah. Oh my goodness! I think it's super funny that he's like. Going to court over it, not just, okay, yeah, you egged my car, come wash it. That's what I would do if it was a friendly thing. If you egged my car, first off, I'm going to be mad. Don't egg my car because then it's going to cook on It's going to mess it up. But if you did, I would be like, okay, you're not funny. Come wash this. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't take it. It wouldn't take you to court for it. Well, I guess when you're a judge. That is not, that is not permission to egg my car, by the way. It's not what I heard, but <laughs> I'll make sure to do it in the middle of the sun with some bologna on your paint. Well, I hope you are trying to buy me a brand new Jeep because that's what you can do if you ruin my car like that. You won't know it was me. It'd be all good. Um, I have this as recorded. It'll evidence. be a lighthearted protest. Only one of us thought was friendly. Even, <laughs> don't even hashtag defend oh, no. Jay. On oh, no. Nonsense. You all hashtag defend Jay. Now that we have the news out of the way, it's time for my favorite part of this episode. We have our guest today. I'm going to let you introduce our guest and tell the listeners why our guest is so special. All right. So our, our guest today comes from near and dear to my heart. She's always super quiet. Um, but yeah, so our guest today is kind of following the theme of our magical, magical Father's Day episode. So I have none other than my oldest, 12 going on 18. Shaylee. Hi, guys. Hey, bestie. What you guys up to? <laughs> it's the first time I've heard Kobe speechless. Because it's so cute. It just makes my heart <laughs> smile. I'm just excited. Uh, it makes your heart pound. I am completely sweaty and nervous. Don't be nervous. Oh, don't be nervous. Why are you nervous? You see you. Millions of people are going to be able to hear my voice. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just going to let you in on a secret. We don't have a million listeners, so it's not going to be quite that many people. We're getting there. Yet. But other than being on the podcast today with us, what exciting is happening this week? Um, As my father already said, it was my fault when that unicorn went drifting away. That was pretty exciting. Well, tomorrow we are going to go to a drive-in. I also have a surgery coming up, as well as my real birthday. 
I am not actually 12 yet. I will be here on the 17th. Because you're turning 18 this time, right? Okay, we get it. I may act a little bit older. Just but... just a smidge. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. You share a birthday with somebody very special in my life, too. Did you know that? No, actually. Who is it? You share a birth. You share a birthday with my dad. Seriously? Mm-hmm. You're birthday buddies. You're a birthday buddy. Well, make sure to tell your dad if he's listening. Hello, Courtney's father. <laughs> yeah, that's her favorite term. It, it's it's dad when she wants something, but if she's talking about me in the third person, my father. My father. Oh. When I want something, I call my dad Poppy. Probably give him the doe eyes and everything else. So what are three things that you want to do before your next birthday? I want to go to the beach again, but I am still peeling. And I know it's the summer, and I know we're all basically melting in puddles to the floor. But I want to roast marshmallows, have hot dogs, hamburgers, and things like that. That sounds like the most fun birthday ever. I'm, I kind of want to do that for my birthday, too. And now I'm super hungry. I, I want some s'mores. I had cereal But at least you're not dramatic. We should have ate before we did this. Yeah, maybe. Who am I kidding? The rest of the family is off eating somewhere. Well, we'll catch up. Because Jay took forever. But, um, shh. Of course, it's my fault, right? <laughs> did you not hear the ketchup joke you just made? Food, ketchup. No. no never they don't listen to their I made this and somehow made a clone of my co-host. Are you their, lucky? Their attitudes combined. They are Captain Smite J. Anyways. I think you said awesome incorrectly there. No. No, no, no. Tis, tis, tis. Believe it or not, guys, my dad says a lot of things wrong. <laughs> And that's a teenager coming out. And that is your new ringtone. I hope you know that. <laughs> My dad says a lot of things wrong. My dad says a lot. I can hear it now. National phenomenon. Remember, you got to hear from Coey's questions. What do you like to do in your free time? Um, Other than break your dad. I mean, I like to do that, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, I also like to paint. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what kind of paint? I, I do watercolors. I've only done one in acrylic. Okay. But I like watercolors because you can blend them a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to take a whole hour just to blend two colors together. They do blend pretty easy. They're pretty fun. I like watercolors too. And it's a lot easier to clean up. Because it's not going to stain your table unless you have a white table. But, I mean, no one's stupid enough to have that whenever you're painting with colored. So, I (laughs) just... I paint random things from sunsets to weird-looking birds and pole lines in the middle of the forest. That's pretty cool. What else do you like to do in your free time? I... Also like to pester my dad. 
It's one of my favorite hobbies too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag defend Jay, everybody. No, don't hashtag defend Jay. <laughs> or should I say my father? That's fine. Oh. This is how I get it from both sides. This is. Oh, you know I love you. My favorite interview of interviews is probably this one right here. Oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Why do you think kids go to school? So that the adults can have the satisfaction of knowing that their kids are literally dying inside. And if that so- is not the most dramatic answer I've ever heard from you. So nothing, nothing to do with getting an education or learning or... Your answers. There's so much to unpack here. First off, why do we gotta be adults? <laughs> why can't we just be like grown-ups, not adults? Sounds scary. I know, but school to me has always been this awful place. It's almost as kid prison, but you have a little bit of free of freedom. School is kid prison. Exactly. What grade? What grade are you in? Um, I'm in sixth. I'm about ready to go to seventh. You're about ready to go seventh. It does get better once you go to seventh grade. Yeah. It's like a minimum security kid prison. It is. It's white collar kid prison. Did you know seventh grade? Did you know seventh grade is when I met your dad? Well, not really. Yeah. So you might meet like your best friend in seventh grade. That's going to be your future co-host or something. And then you can pester him for the next 20 something years. And then just when you think it's going to end, you'll pester him more. It's pretty fun. Whoever said it was going to be a him. (laughs) What's your favorite subject in kid prison? Definitely art. If not that music. Because... I don't know if y'all know, but I play the saxophone, and then I'm also in choir. That's pretty cool. I wanted to play the saxophone, but I did not. I played the flute. The one person that got me started was my grandma. She's like, I wanted Jay to play the saxophone, but he chose the flute and the tu- and the trombone. I did. I was going to ask if you knew he played the flute, too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, actually, the the flute and the trombone I brought both up, and we're going to have them cleaned and your saxophone cleaned this summer. Then let me tell you this. After I broke my foot, when I came back, uh-huh. you should have seen how horrible I played. You're just out of it for a little bit. you got to practice. You do. We have to practice every day. I was out for a week. Yeah. A week. Practice every and day. And it's been like, what, three months? You'll get back to it. I haven't played anything in like... 15 years. 15 years. So tell us something you think the listeners might not know. Well, I do have a little sister. She's not that little, but... I mean, she's still a younger sister. Mm Mm-hmm. She would have been able to make it today... If she hadn't slept till like 1230. Mm, Pretty sure I saw her about 10 minutes after you came down. No, you saw her about 30 minutes after I came down. Hmm. Only because somebody blew up your phone. Of waking up. 
I woke up to court me blowing me up with all these questions. I was just giving you a heads up. <laughs> yeah, she does that. World's best producer. Angriest friend. Yeah. But nicest bestie. I'm glad she's nice to somebody. I am That's nice to me. you. Poor, poor dad. <laughs> <laughs> what could you teach me to do that I might not know how to do already? Play the saxophone. All right. Shoot. Or how to break your foot. Or how to break my foot? Let's go play the saxophone. I don't really think I want to learn how to break my foot. I think I've been there, oh, done that. Boy. So what is the most important rule that you know of? We see there are a lot of them. But I think the most... Well... Okay, let's tell us about them. You see, they're... My parent. Well, my dad and my grandparents are very big when it comes to quote-unquote talking back. But little do they know that's how a conversation works. I'll be, they'll be like, okay, go get your room clean. And she starts digging the no, hole. No, she has immunity. Anything she says on this podcast cannot get her in trouble. That is nowhere in the dad list of rules. Please continue. <laughs> so that's how conversations work, right? Yeah, yeah. Back talking and being a, being a smart ass. That's how conversations let work. Her, let her explain. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so I will be, they'll be like, clean like your room. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, what do you want me to clean? It's already clean. They'll be like, are you talking back? I'm like, I'm speaking to you. I'm trying to get some form of communication here. I don't know who got you angry, but it definitely sure wasn't me. I wish there was a video podcast because your hands are going everywhere. I I completely understand what she's saying. And as much as it pains me to say this, especially recorded, so it can be played back for me, sometimes it's not necessarily what you say, but how you say it that gets you in trouble. True. Because that's what I, I used I've to get been, told all the time. I've been known to have a tood. Oh, me yeah. too, girl. Me too. That That's an important rule. What else are important rules? I'm not allowed to have electronics past my bedtime because my dad knows that I'll end up spending the whole night playing Roblox that are watching memes. Which is when I went through the trouble of learning how to turn the Wi-Fi off, which maybe I'll have to put that in the show notes of all for all the parents out there. You don't have to do anything anymore, especially with the iPhone. I think Samsung and Android have a version too. The phone basically shuts itself off. And then just to make extra sure, you put parental controls on your Wi-Fi router and the internet shuts off to it. So there's no internet and there's no games. There's no reason. They'll put it away themselves. It's magic. Yeah, I'll be playing... Hashtag dad life. Okay, I'll be playing Roblox. And then all of a sudden (laughs) the game just shuts off and it's like, no more screen time for you. I'm not, and I'll be, and I'll come out, and I'll be like, "Dad," and he'll be like, "Yeah, you're up on Roblox." I'm like, "No." Oh, so a little, a little context to that one: when they try to extend the time, it sends my phone a message saying, "Do you approve extra time for this game?" And it also says, "Shaylee asked for time for Roblox. How much do you want to give her?" None. 
And then I just quietly walk outside their bedroom door. I crack it open and I can see the, the phone light in her face. I'm like, Shaley, it's time for bed. Like it was 30 minutes ago. And then she always acts so surprised. How did you know it was me? Because your phone tattled on you to my phone. Well, I'm going to tell you a secret here. Your dad used to stay on the phone after he wasn't supposed to be on the phone, too. Dad, but we didn't have it that fancy. So, <laughs> Oh, was I on the phone talking to you? Yes. And you used to fall asleep all the time. And I would be like, hello, and screaming at you. And all I hear is like snoring. Yeah, I totally did that like last week. But whatever. I was tired. Yeah, but you also did it in like high school and junior high and everything oh. else. They probably let me stay on the phone. So that's a fun little fact about you. Like, oh, he's getting berated. Yeah, this is like punishment. Leave him on the phone. Oh my goodness. Be like you have to wake up tomorrow and feel the pain. Oh yeah. And I did. And I went to school. And then she yelled at me more in person. Oh my gosh. Quit making me sound mean. I am not mean. She's not though. Hashtag defend you. She's not mean to you, or let's be clear. You look love her to death because she's not mean to you your little bestie i'm not swear. mean 12 year old thing going on okay guys just for all of you don't hashtag defend jay because he'd be he's sometimes a complete jerk to courtney <laughs> what <laughs> you realize that they've all listened to everything she said to me it's not usually me goodness this is the most fun ever <laughs> you see hmm. that's the happiness of having a guest on here it is yes yes you two can team up on me yes which is why hashtag defend j exists because now i have not one two co-hosts and a guest who all gang up on me every chance they get did you ever think maybe it's not everybody else it's you oh no it is definitely everybody but thank you for trying well, to spin that on me. If everyone else is teaming up on you. Then maybe the whole world's mean but me. Yeah, I know. I've been trying to figure out why that is for a while. No, if everyone's teaming up against you. Mm -hmm. Then you are doing something wrong. Yeah, I breathe. And apparently that makes all of you mad. Oh, boy. All right. You go on to the next <laughs> question. <then>. Anyways. <laughs> just, just next question. All right. Oh, oh, here's a perfect lead-in for that, too. How do you know when you're right? Because I said it. Go ahead. Well, one thing. A woman oh, is boy. always right. You heard it here first. Women are always right. You can't tell me otherwise. I have science and facts for that, but okay. You're always right. Yep. Okay. So you're just always right just because you said it? Basically, because women are always right. Okay, I'm going to take a breath into reality. And I'm going to say that I know when I'm right. When everyone's like, good job, Shaylee, you did it. And I'm like, what did I do? I'll be staring left and right like, what did I do? And when I'm right, they'll be like, well, yeah, I guess you are right. I'll be like. Score for Shaylee in your face. And welcome. Well, that's not a very gracious way. To yeah. And welcome it. to act three of Shaylee's monologue drama, The Life of Shaylee. Okay. Really all we came for? So, other than being right all the time, 
what makes you really happy no matter what other than my face whoever said your face made me happy Ooh, knew that was coming knew that was coming mm-hmm. maybe it's what makes you happy texting courtney texting courtney makes you happy okay. no matter what so braiding me makes you happy. Hmm. What else makes you happy no matter what? Knowing that my family is still alive and breathing on the face of the earth. That's a good one. I can't afford to lose another family member. Well, that took a dark turn. I think we all, I think we all kind of feel like that sometimes. That's a good one. Anything else make you really happy? Thing that makes me happy. Would be my sister. That's a good. Even though she, oh, that's even sweet. though she is a big butt face. Oh, because you're you're an angel, right? Mm-hmm. And whenever we're sleeping, I mean, she's still my and sister. she'll get cold, she'll come up. She'll be like, "Sissy, can I snuggle with you?" Oh, I know. I tried to snuggle with both of you the other night, and you pushed me into the floor. Both yeah. of them turned into like starfish in the bed. And then I was left with the six inches that was off the edge on the floor. Well, isn't that how it always works? Guys get the tiny little sliver of bed. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then women spread out like doing the star man and then go, how come you're on my side? I sleep diagonally in a king size bed. So you better figure that shit out. I did figure it out. <laughs> I bought a king size bed and I sleep diagonally in it and I'm very comfortable. My dog sleeps next to me. Speaking of dogs, how's Bruno? Bruno's good. He's taking a nap right now, but he's good. He's being spoiled by his poppy. Mm. He's a very spoiled young man. So before mm. this podcast, you said you only called him poppy when you want something. I did. When I was little, I used to call him poppy when I wanted something. I call him my daddy or poppy sometimes, but... My dog calls him Poppy because whenever I have kids, that's what my kids are going to call him. Like, instead of Grandpa, Poppy. Question. What's that? Does your dog talk? Sometimes I make him talk. I do that to my He's dog. working on his Spanish, but he's not quite there yet. No, his Spanish is just not very polite. Yeah. <laughs> so, when you, when you grow up, what problems do you want to solve in the world? I think that the one thing I want to end would definitely be the fact that people like to be racist. We're all the same person. There's nothing wrong with being a darker skin. No, that's true. They have different hair and they have different skin color. I don't have any hair. We know you're bald. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) (laughs) but the fact that they're a darker skin color doesn't change the fact that they're still human. That's very true. They Absolutely. are still one of us. They just have different traits. Yeah. I wouldn't make fun of someone if their skin was dark, but they had the same color hair as me. What if I had purple skin? Would you make fun of me then? No. Good. I'd be asking questions why your skin was purple. Me too, but I got the little kid suntan lotion and rub in. I think that that's a very, I think that's a very good problem. Well, it's not a good problem, but it's a very good thing to want to solve. And I think that you're extremely right on what you're saying. I mean, people nowadays are just jerks Mm -hmm. for no reason. Exactly. About a lot of things too. So, how do we solve that problem? 
Two years mandatory conscription. Let her answer. Oh, oh, right, right. Your answer. As he stares at my face <laughs> with that grin of his. It's a good grin. You're welcome. You're in her fang teeth. <laughs> Rawr. Um. <laughs> From the mouth of babes. Mm. So how do you want to fix the problem, Shay? All the people that want to be jerks. Mm-hmm. And are like, yeah, they're so gross and whatever. Detention for you. Detention? Throw them all in jail. Detention? Jail? Hmm. I mean... I mean, I think we're working that way. They're letting people out of jail. That's enough room. You want to... That is an interesting problem-solving... We emptied out some beds. Let's fill them back up with the people who are just hating and being jerks. I mean, solving the world's hmm. problems right here. They learned their lesson, hmm. and people and people are going to probably be like, "Oh boy, Shaylee's hating on the people." It's like no. Shaylee's hating on the haters. Guys, if you do that, you know it's wrong, and you know it's wrong when you do it. Mm-hmm. There is nothing they can say otherwise. I mean, you make a good point. If you want to be cool, then don't be a hater. Exactly. That is the best <laughs> advice I've ever heard ever. If you want to be cool, then don't be a hater. Next question. This is my favorite question. We didn't tell you this one ahead of time, so you didn't have time to re- prepare. Okay, so are you ready? <laughs> Who's your favorite uh, host of Koei's questions? If I say Koei, dad will hate me. No. But if I say dad. <laughs> Koei, Koei will know you're actually talking about her. You guys are it's just okay. begging me to hate Koei you. Koei set this one up. <laughs> I know you're. I know she's your favorite co-host. No, we're not. Neither one of us will hate you or be mad at you. However, she makes a good point. Maybe Koei like is always setting me up to have to be defended. Hmm. Comes Can the territory. hashtag defend Shaylee? <laughs> I got you. Hashtag defend Shaylee. What are we defending you from? Are you just are you just not gonna answer that one? You You're gonna take the fifth. Answer it. Go ahead. Here goes nothing. Okay, let's do it. Don't hate me, guys. I love you both equally. What a diplomatic <laughs> answer. I like it. Well, She's gonna grow up to be a politician, but it's okay. We both know it's it's definitely Koei. Your bestie. Well, I may like Koei a little more. <laughs> it's, yeah, okay. it's okay. All right. And then I think our final question. What questions would you like to ask us? Hmm. She is thinking hard. And I know my dad has asked this one before too. But why do you ask so many questions? I just like to know things. I just want... To learn all the things, and the best way to learn them is by asking questions. And then if I have another question that comes from that question, I just keep asking them until I understand or I learn something. Now, you see, I do that, but I always end up annoying my dad. For asking me a million questions? No, for asking you a thousand questions. Well, I wouldn't say I'm always annoyed. Well, sometimes I answer your question and you don't like the answer you got, so you ask me again in a different way, hoping for a different answer. Sometimes there's not a different answer. Did you have any other questions you wanted to ask us before we go to the next section? Um, I know you guys fixed this, but I have been knowing this since day one. 
why are your episodes so long? Or is it because Courtney asked so many questions? Well, they're always about an hour. That's what we shoot for. Yeah. They're about an hour because I do ask a lot of questions. Mm. I watch, I mean, no, listen to every single podcast you've ever put on. Because you love your dad so much, I know. And thank you. She's our biggest fan. That's right. She's definitely turned into a fangirl. Like, she ran down when the episode's released on Tuesday. Dad, Dad, I'm listening to it right now. And I was like, wow, you didn't waste any time. I'm pretty sure she set an alarm to wake up. I did. Mm. I love it. On that note, I think we're going to keep her around for the major topic of the week this week. And she can chime in as she has things to say. Which will be every five seconds. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I know usually I come up with the topic of the week or I have a lot to say, but we're going to do it a little different since it's our Father's Day episode. We have Jay's life advice for our main topic of the week. Lord help us all. Well, no, nah, no, nah, it's not going to be anything crazy. No, just things I, I think that, I don't know, sometimes are good to say and things I've kind of learned along the way. So I try to make a list. And again, it's probably going to turn into a ramble a little bit. And I'm sure my many of me here is going to chime in or many of you, I should say probably. Right. <laughs> so, so I'd say start off like pay attention to little things. And I say that because the big things are always going to happen. Like people get always get caught up with work or their career. And then sometimes you miss the little things like the first for things, especially with kids, right. It's talking about father's day, right. You're like, cool. They can walk now. And it's, it's always a weird thing too. Cause like they're born, do they have all 10 fingers and toes? Right. And then they start crawling and, or I guess rolling, crawling, then I'm trying to think of the term, gliding, I'm trying to think of where you guys would follow the table around. And then you guys can start to walking. It's like, yay, they're walking. I'm so happy. And then five minutes later, walking turns into pillaging every cabinet that could possibly have candy or they smell sugar on. <laughs> every parent out there knows what I'm talking about. But it's one of those things like, be happy for those little things. Be happy even when they get older and it's not those like, moments where you have a thousand pictures on facebook like i don't know they learn to play the sax they learn the difference between you know different problems in the world and you realize that they finally get to that level where like they understand things that they didn't like like personally for me like her turning 12 i'm having a little bit of trouble with it because it's kind of one of those like i can tell you're going from being a little kid like you're starting that like awkward few years where you just magically turn into a woman overnight and being a dad is kind of terrifying to be a girl dad. But uh but yeah, no, I hit that one a little bit. But yeah. And then uh I guess kind of following that, trying to track my notes here is like the small things matter. And it's one of those that the time that the kids wanna sit and watch a movie or do something that you're like, ah, but I'm tired, I guess back got back from work. That two hours, it may be something they'll remember for years where even if for you, you're tired and you fall asleep on the couch with one kid under each arm, that it's still very much one of those things. They're like, oh, I remember that time that dad did this. And it's it's one of those things like kind of pay attention to the small stuff. That's true with the movies and stuff. Like I tell everybody my first date was to go see Beauty and the Beast because I think I was two or three. And my dad took me and was like, no, your mom can't come. I'm taking you on a date and took me to see Beauty and the Beast. And I remember that still (laughs) forever. And it's one of my favorite movies. And I was talking to him about it not that long ago. And he was like, I don't even remember that. So we really do remember stuff like that. Yeah. 
girls, even when they're little, they love dates and they love the movies. Maybe that's where they get it from. Maybe. Speaking of little kids. But yeah. Why oh. don't you tell the story about me building my... Oh, your siege tower? I'd love to hear that again. Oh, so little things that... uh, Yeah, all right. Let's talk about some little things. So my little engineer of an oldest daughter here decides to take a tricycle... And not a big full-size one, right? You know, a, like a four-year-old, five-year-old size tricycle, right? Takes that, I think it was some kind of bed railing or maybe an old rail from the crib. Might have been an old rail from the crib. Somehow fashions it like over the handlebars, across the seat into the back. So she turns it into a rolling ladder. Literally builds a siege tower. Uses this to somehow climb up to the counter, open a cabinet, reach up to a shelf, like on her tippy toes, Grabs a bucket she can barely grab, knocks it off the shelf, throws candy everywhere, all over the counter, all over the kitchen floor, all over the sink, knocks her little ladder over, climbs down, armfuls of candy, runs into her room, shoves it into her pillowcase, tucks herself in and lays there. So I'm already at this point running down the hallway trying to figure out what just crashed in the kitchen, thinking that one of the shelves like somehow came off the wall or something. And then there it is. There's the disaster area of... Five pounds of candy spread all over the kitchen. A tricycle and a bed rail laying there in the kitchen floor. And then immediately it's like, okay, it was one of the kids. Like someone's obviously after candy. Any questions why she's my bestie at this point? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, because you'll also destroy candy at two o'clock in the morning. Sure will. It's okay, you're short. I'll just put it high enough you guys can't reach it. I can climb on the cabinets. I'm big enough. <laughs> Uh, you better stay off the cabinets. I'll ground you. Anyways. So yeah, I go in there and find one of the littles spread out, all starfished as normal. Blankets all a mess. And then I see Shaylee's bed all nice and neat, all tucked up around her. And her just breathing away. I go to look to see if the nice tucked bed has candy in it. And as I lean down, I hear the pillowcase moving from my weight on the mattress all I hear is just the sound of a thousand rappers. And then her eyes open and she looks at me and I'm like, did you go get a bunch of candy? No. <laughs> I'm like, I found your disaster and I can feel it all in your pillowcase as I start but at this point knocking it out onto the floor. Admit it though. You were, you were like secretly proud, weren't you? Oh, I was, yeah, I was a little impressed at her siege tower. I was mad she was stealing candy, but yeah, no. If you had gone there for like, carrots or something i probably let you keep it but you were uh, proud of yeah. her yeah i know it was an interesting time yeah yeah my four-year-old's out there building siege towers in my kitchen yeah mm-hmm. could have just asked for candy probably told you no given somebody woke up but well, you got yeah. to admit you have to be impressed by my little siege tower oh no it was it was an impressive i still don't know how you got it all sit together and how didn't like kill yourself falling off the counter but somehow some way that's super top secret she can't tell you that yeah well actually (laughs) what i did was i took my small tricycle Mm -hmm. i pushed it up against the cabinet i took the old bed railing from somewhere in the bedroom i carried it into the kitchen set it up it was in the middle of my in my handrails on the butt of the seat and I had to put my foot on the edge that was sticking up to balance it out. 
making sure I wouldn't die. And then I pulled myself up onto the cabinet, hmm. stood up on my tippy toes, opened up the cabinet door. It squeaked, but luckily you didn't hear it until I flipped the bowl over. Mm-hmm. I reached up and with my middle finger, I was able to move it. Mm-hmm. And then it flipped out onto the floor. I got worried, looked around, made sure you went there. And then I got down. And as I got down, the thing slipped. Um, the board flipped out from underneath the uh, thing. And then I grabbed as much candy as I could, ran back, grabbed my pillow, shoved it in, put it back on my bed, climbed up put myself back in bed and tucked it like how you usually tuck us. Mm. That's pretty impressive. Well, kid, you're going to be a doctor that cures cancer, an engineer, or a felon. I'm not really sure. <laughs> so choose your own adventure. <laughs> an engineer is what I'm going for. But yeah, and that's why being a dad has to be the most important thing you do because your kids are going to drive you crazy some days. It's very important, too, though, because you have one job in the world, right? Like, don't raise a jerk. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely seeming to be having to be the most important piece because some people haven't figured that one out yet. But, yeah, don't raise a jerk and it'll all be okay. (laughs) What other advice do you have for us? Well, so especially being a dad of girls and, you know, two girls, no boys. I always tell them that I want them both to be nuns and uh, yeah. So like after the onset of puberty, you know, like they start growing up and you know, you have the teenage attitudes. That's coming pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. Don't remind me, but yeah, you know, like the teenage years and them growing up and everything kind of, you know, going from the little girl side of things to them having little boyfriends and trying to go on dates that on the girl dad side of it, it's kind of terrifying. Is that because you knew what you were like as a teenager and you don't want your kids to date yeah. teenage you? I don't know how you were as a teenager, too, so that doesn't make me feel any better. What? Yeah, how you like that? Yeah. I was asking a legitimate question, not being a jerk. No, no, in a way, yeah, because, and I think, I don't know, I think we say this all the time and our parents said it to us that the world's, I, sometimes I think, like, rougher and worse than it was for us as kids. Because when we were kids, like, somehow we could ride in the back of trucks or, and, you know, parents before us in a station wagon with no seat belts and it was somehow everyone survived and now you have people who can't walk like over a storm drain without falling into it <laughs> i don't know what happened but i don't know the world's a different place than it was but it's one of those things like i don't know like sometimes i think i've got it all handled and it's like okay got a schedule they're doing this we're doing homework things are going well they're learning and then sometimes especially from the hold of sometimes i get some question like why is the world like x and it's like I don't, I don't know how to answer that. But like your dad, just, you're it, supposed to have all the answers. Yeah. And I, I generally try to give it an educated answer. Sometimes kind of more of my theory or opinion on it, I guess, because sometimes I don't think the facts are out there of why people act like that. They just do. Sometimes I guess the answer for the world is just people are jerks and sometimes people are stupid. Lucky for us, Shaylee's going to fix that when she grows up. She's going to get rid of the jerks. Yeah. 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 Lock them all up. So I know you're joking you're joking about how they should be nuns and stuff, but you do understand eventually one day they're going to date somebody, right? I know, and one day they'll be married and 
have to walk him down the aisle. Mm-hmm. I'll just make it funny, and as I hand him over, be like, "Good luck," <laughs> and watch him run out crying. Whatever, you'll cry. Yeah, probably. We'll get to that on another episode. <laughs> the one we never, ever, ever air. Um, the Lost Archives. That'll be the $500 episode on the Patreon. Oh, mm. my goodness. You want to hear me cry? You're going to pay for it. No, we want to hear your life advice. We don't want to hear you cry. I know, I know. No, no, and sometimes I definitely kind of feel defensive, especially my oldest will tell me she has a, a boyfriend, and it's kind of one of those, like, Okay, so when do I bury him? Uh, and do you want to know about it or you just want to notice he's missing? Oh, my goodness. I know that you are kidding, but I need you to put a disclaimer on that before you put that on the internet, okay? Oh, no, no, truly, like, no, I'm not actually going after anybody. But just one of those things, like, like I remember, like, us growing up. When we were kids and growing up, it was like, oh, I can take care of myself. And then now being on the dad side of it, it's like, I want to build a force field around you and put mini guns in the corners to destroy anything that comes near you. But it's one of those things like when we were kids, it was just kind of like, we just went out and lived life and we but made I it. I think everybody kind of thinks that like when you're a little kid and you're watching a Disney movie and you know, Ariel's like, I'm 16. I know the world. And you're little and you're like, yeah, she's 16. She knows what she's talking about. And then now you're 32 uh-huh. and you're like, no nah, girl, you're still a baby. Yeah. Well, I'm 33. So I don't, yeah, no, but it's it's very much so that like, it's very much so like I I know that you have to go out and learn the world for yourself, and it's terrifying sometimes. Is one of the scariest things, and you know I have a million questions. I'm sorry, but <laughs> is one of the scariest things that you know that they're gonna get hurt, and there's nothing you can do about it. Are you talking about like broken hearts? Yeah, broken hearts, yes. friendships that are yeah. whatever, and there's absolutely nothing you can do to make it better. Yeah, and sometimes it's even harder because, you know, Uncle Sam likes to have us move every three years. So that's kind of been a thing, too. And, you know, deployments and weird rotations and stuff. And sometimes it's like, hey, I'm not going to be around. And then sometimes you come back and it's like, oh, and this happened and this guy's a jerk. And it's like, oh. But, yeah, it's one of the, I don't know. I guess I've kind of tried to change my strategy from trying to put them in a, you know, a magical hamster ball that protects them from the world and kind of being more of like, you know, live your life. You kind of know where your left and right limits are. You know what things are stupid. If you have to think about it, don't do it or call me first. So I can tell you, okay, no, that's a bad idea. I'm glad you called. Let's not do that. And, you know, I don't just kind of being a safety net. I guess at the end of the day, I think, I feel like that's what all dads try to do. Cause especially with girls, girls like having kids and girls and then like adult women like sometimes you guys do things that i will never understand i know we've talked about this before right like we don't understand it sometimes either. they're emotions and sometimes the most i can do is like i'm gonna sit next to you and i'll hold you while you cry and just know that i'm here for you i don't quite understand why you're crying or what's going on or what i can do but i love you I love you a lot. and I know you know that. And I'm just going to sit here until you tell me you need something and then we'll figure it out. I think you do a really good job of that, though, speaking like from being your friend for 20 something years and everything. A lot of dudes are like, OK, well, she's crying. How do I fix it? But you're really good at, OK, do you need me to fix it? Do you just need to vent? What do you need? So I think that they're lucky they can talk to you like that. Yeah, because I definitely have a try to fix attitude. But I'm learning sometimes that it can't be fixed. I don't know, like you got dumped or 
you saw him kissing your best friend. And these are completely like generalized, like, you know, the stereotype things you guys always hear, but sometimes things just happen. And it's one of those, like, there's nothing to fix. I'm just upset and I want to be upset and I want to get it out and then move on. All right. Which I guess my, my last point to all the dads out there that are listening is granted. I've only been doing it now for, hmm, let's see how long have you been out of the womb? Hmm, oh, that's right. Almost 12 years. Right. So, so yeah, yeah, next week, next week's 12 <laughs> years, 12 glorious years since you came into this world. Yeah. And on Juneteenth's Eve, I'm going to get my adenoids and tonsils. I know. And you know what? I'll be right there in a gown next to you. They're not cutting me. I'm just going to be there for you. But Aww. They're going to there. burn things out of my throat. Well, here's the magic. It's being done by a bunch of medically trained surgeons and doctors who know what they're doing, who do this all the time. If so, then I want a middle-aged man doing my surgery. You do or you don't? Do. Why? Because I don't want them to be young because they don't have that much experience. I don't want them to be old because they're going to Well, how do you think how do you think the old one got experience? Let her explain. I want it to be a middle-aged man cuz they've had enough experience and they're not old to where they're shaky and when they're doing it they're going to shake. Well, I think by that point the doctor retired, but I get it. But I think even if you have a 20-something young 30 doctor that he's going to have experience from med school or or a woman or a woman sorry i don't mean to be like that i'm just saying like your doctor is probably going to have done a few of these already even if they're younger i'm with her though on that my personal favorite kind of doctor is a middle-aged man yeah yeah. or a woman all right so what was your last piece of life advice that being being a dad is i think for me single-handedly the hardest yet most rewarding thing i've ever done especially when the attitudes start flaring that it's one of those, like, you just want to, like, kick them out of another room. Like, I don't want to talk to you for, like, a week. But at the same time, like, knowing I, I got to help them through things, be it relationships or they learned something new or even just seeing them, like, in a public setting and realize that they're not the crazy kids. I know, parents, you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes you're like, yay, my kids are just sitting there using their manners and saying please and thank you and not destroying this restaurant with food. I had a hand in that. Like, I'll take it. (laughs) It makes me happy. One day you guys are going to grow up and go off and do your own thing in life. And hopefully I set you up for success and you go off and do all kinds of great things. And all I have to do is wait for you to get that million dollar job and I'm going to move in with you. And then the cycle is complete. Oh. Oh boy. Just kidding. I mean, I know being a teenager is hard, and I know especially being a girl, you kind of pull away from your dad a little bit as a teenager mm-hmm. and stuff. So, Shaylee, if you can tell your dad anything right now so that he can remember it that through the hard teenage years, what would you tell him? I'm going to be a butt face, and I know that. Uh-huh. But do you know, deep down, where that four-year-old candy snatcher tower-building self is, I'll still love you. No matter how much I want to shut you out, you're still here in your mind. Aww. My dad. Mm. Love you too. <laughs> and 
I know you're going to be frustrated with her. So what do you want to tell her right now that she can listen to later when she's a teenager and so mad at you? I control your credit cards and your cell phone. Jay. <laughs> well, that's also true. Also true. You know what I mean. It was getting heartfelt. Every every time that I give you something to do that you don't want to do and it seems like it sucks, because I'm trying to make sure you don't go off the rails. It's not because I'm trying to make your life difficult. It's because I care about you. All right. And y'all both, I need you both to know that when you're both driving each other crazy, I'm always here. You can always talk to me about it, too. Yeah, so you yell at her. Mm-hmm. She'll yell at me. It's, it'll be great. I won't yell. I'm saying she'll tell me, and then I'll be like, you know what? I understand. Dads are a little crazy <laughs> sometimes. And then I'll be like, Jay, lay off, dude. She's having a bad day. I'll interpret it from teenage girl to dad. Uh... I got you, guys. Oh, oh, you're going to <laughs> gifts to emotion. You know, every episode, I always end with like some questions, no matter what our topic is, of things I just need to know. So today, they're specifically for you to answer, Jay. You can't just say, oh, good question. Great question. <laughs> Moving on. Next question. <laughs> so you see a lot of things, especially on Instagram and stuff about hashtag boy mom. But tell me your favorite things about being a girl dad. Favorite things about being a girl dad? Mm-hmm. I feel like I learn something new every day. And it kind of goes back to that. With a boy, you know, there's the destruction and they always want to bang things on things. Like, I get that. I see that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, hit it with a stick. It makes sense to me. I don't know why. You know what I mean? But deep down in my DNA, it makes sense. But girls sometimes are like, this made me sad. And I'm like, I am so confused. Explain to me why this made you sad. And then 45 minutes later, I'm like, okay. And that's why that brick sitting right there made you sad. And it's just, it's a point of view, a perspective on life that I've never had before. And especially getting it from like a child is very much a different, I don't know, pure take, if you will. I feel this way because of filter. Yeah, there's no filter. And it's like, wow. And then one day when you grow up, no one will understand because you'll put a filter on it and then no one will understand why you're sad this brick is here. Well, maybe we should learn to not put a filter on it and be a little more honest and open about our feelings. But that's another topic for another day. Hashtag no filtered women. <laughs> what is one piece of advice that you would give to new dads? Treasure it. Treasure it. It's, it's going to be terrifying. I remember when I first found out that I was going to have you... That it was just one of those like there are there are a million things I thought I should know before it happened, and it was very much so. People telling me, "Hey, you're going to learn everything on the go. You can read a hundred books. It's all going to be different in real life. Best of luck." And it was somewhat reassuring in a way to know that these other dads had been like, "We've been through it. It's going to happen. You'll get there." But it's very much one of those things of like you're bringing a baby into the world, like. It's like you made a human person. Yeah. Made a human being. And like you will forever have a bond with that human being because they're your little human being. And it's one of those, that's the first step to you getting to see them, you know, married successful in life is that day you find out you're going to be a dad. And it's, it is kind of terrifying, especially if it's one of those, Oh, well, we're going to wait five years. And then all of a sudden you're like, Hey, Hey, the stick said two lines like, and here we go. So no, it is, it is definitely 
learn all you can be excited for it and remember that you only get one first like there's only a first first there's no second first so treasure all those little moments when you find out when you're going to the doctor's appointments when you're doing all the things with the kiddos and they have their 10th birthday and they're in double digits and they're freaking out because they think they turned 18 or when they turn every birthday after that and they're also turning 18 yeah talking about you love but it's very much so like you, you get to see that transition from like the i'm always sleepy baby where you're like oh cool the baby just lays there and then we feed the baby and then the baby kind of goes back to sleep and then oh now the baby's crawling walking talking in school and it's i don't know it's it's a it's a very subtle change when you look at it day to day but it's a big change when you look back 10 12 20 years i mean especially i can be a grandpa and start it all over again I think it's like that with life in general, like day to day, nothing changes, but then you look back and everything's different. Oh yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But it's great. Now we're going to ask you to kind of give us a little insight into dads here. So for dads that say they want nothing for father's day, what do y'all really want? Your time. I know. I, I just blew everyone's mind. That was fast too. You're I, on top of it. I don't want your stuff. Sometimes like for Father's Day, I don't I don't want you to send me something in the mail. Show up. Like again, I have younger kids so they can't get in the car and drive. But it's one of those like make make dad the priority for that day. Hey, dad really likes to go to Dairy Queen and get a banana split. Right? You did that when you were kids and then you've kind of been off living your life and you're back. Take him out for banana split. Even if it's only three hours and you guys go out and have this and have a banana split, I guarantee he will remember and treasure that more than, hey, dad, here's your 35th necktie. Unless your dad really loves neckties. Shaylee, are you listening to this? Your dad wants a banana split for Father's Day, okay? I've been saving up. I'm going to be honest, I do. We used to get them all the time when you were little. <laughs> Freudian slip about my, yeah. I, I can make that work. Hmm? I can make your Father's Day wish come true. <laughs> All right. See, we're helping I everybody out here. And then, and I have a wallet. All right. Good. And it has enough money to buy. Okay. I want a new house and a boat. Okay. On that note. So <laughs> do you, this is, this is the most that. serious question I have for you. Okay. Are you ready? Oh, I am super ready. <laughs> do you start telling dad jokes immediately when you have kids or does it take time to learn them? So you've known me for a long time and I've always had a sense of humor and I think I probably was telling an occasional dad joke before I knew I was going to be a dad, but I think definitely the day I knew that I was having a kid, I think I went that day and looked for like a thousand dad jokes, you know, picking out the good ones. So, so y'all act actively look for them it doesn't just come naturally like you're like, oh, i'm gonna be a dad i need to learn dad jokes oh some of my some of my dad jokes i will make up on the spot and it's always fun to watch i think we've heard a few of them in the I, episode yeah and the this. girls the girls will cringe when they hear them <laughs> or or our biggest fan here will walk downstairs and like dad did you really say that and i'm like didn't you like <laughs> it and she just like grins throws her hair and walks away i'm like dad joke for the win but no, no, I, I've looked for some because some of them are really funny and it gives you ideas to make other dad jokes. But no, I do make quite a few dad jokes on the fly. And I don't right. know why they're so funny to dance, but they just are. 
All right. Well, <laughs> I think that's all my questions for today. Oh, you out of questions? Never. I am today. I'm out of questions. So now that I think we've got all of your questions out, I know you have a lot of questions. I know sometimes you have answers too. What do you have for us this week? This week, we're going to learn fun facts about Father's Day and dads. So That's awesome. <laughs> roses are the official flower of Father's Day. A red rose is supposed to be worn on your lapel if your father is living, and a white rose if he's deceased. Hmm. Fun fact, right? I did not know that. Me either. Father's Day was first suggested in 1909 after listening to a Mother's Day sermon at church because Sonora Dodd, I think that's her name, I don't want to say it wrong, but Sonora Dodd wanted to honor her widower father who was raising six kids alone on a farm. Wow. So there was Mother's Day in 1909 and Father's Day didn't exist. Right. And even huh. more. Okay. So this is 1909 when she first brought up the idea and it took all the way until 1972 for President Nixon to sign the holiday into law. Wow. That's a long time, right? Everybody picks on dads. <laughs> In hmm. the U.S., there are approximately 152 million dudes. <laughs> Scientific terms here. Sure. <laughs> yeah. 70.1 million of them are fathers, and out of that, 2 million of them are single dads. Single dads for the win. Jenna Yang traveled the world with a cardboard cutout of her dad after he died because he was always too busy to travel, so she wanted to take him to famous landmarks. That's pretty cool. I want to get you guys a cardboard cutout of me so you can take me everywhere. Or you could just not be too busy and go with them. Well, I'm going to be in there with my cardboard cutout. Oh, boy. The world's oldest father is believed to be a man from India who was 96 years old when his 52-year-old wife gave birth in 2010. Whoa. He was single until his 80s. That is crazy. Not as crazy as this. The father with the most children from one woman had 69 kids in the 1700s. 67 of them survived infancy. Wait. How would you like to buy those groceries? 69 kids with one woman. Mm -hmm. 67 yes. of them grown. Yes. How? That's like what? Let's, okay, I think, I think how is a whole different conversation for a whole different Okay, day. I'm just saying that's what, 60 years of having children? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there were probably some multiples in there. Even so, that woman is a machine something that guy needs a job <laughs> this is why this is back when they didn't have tvs in the bedroom so father <laughs> seahorses <clears throat> yeah yeah mm. father seahorses are the only male animals to get pregnant god bless them yeah, so seahorses, the dad actually has the baby seahorses. Yeah, I remember that. They transfer over and then he carries them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And finally, neckties are the most common gift for Father's Day, followed by fishing rods and golf clubs. So don't get your dad that. You know, Jay already said that 
dad just wants your time. But if you feel the need to get him a gift, we're going to have a nice curated list for you in our show notes of gifts to get your dad that are better than neckties. Thank you. Probably jet skis. <laughs> if there's jet skis on it, blame Hashtag Jay. National Shaley Jet Ski Day. <laughs> Hashtag National Shaley Jet Ski Day. <laughs> so I think that's all the time we have this week. So thank you so much for hanging out with us while we talked about breaking into grandma's house. Don't do it. Jay's life advice and fun Father's Day facts. If you have answers to any of my questions that went unanswered today or have some killer questions of your own, please head over to our Twitter at Kobe's Questions and let us know. And since you enjoyed hanging out with us so much, don't forget to subscribe. And while you're at it, go ahead and click that fifth star. No threes, no fours, just fives. Give us that still review. If you guys are super nice, maybe I'll pop in with a dad joke. But leave that in your review, and I'll start leaving dad jokes. I left them out of the episode because I don't want to have you guys waiting on dad jokes for two hours. But, yeah, give us that. Still waiting on that tiger with a gold leash. Five stars. Leave that review. And we'll be back next Tuesday to hang out, <laughs> question everything, and learn something along the way. 